Welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie that was released during this week in history. We're keeping up with movies released in 1999. We hope that you enjoy our show, and we encourage you to participate here in discussion about this episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. Hey, last week we didn't introduce ourselves. No, we didn't. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan, and I am not dying of flu this no, time. No, you're not dying of the flu, and we have a change of scenery. Yes. We're at your house this time. Uh-huh. There's a log hanging from your power lines. <laughs> yes, there's actually a good story about that. I don't know what that... I, should I be worried? <laughs> That's been there for eight years now. Really? Because it's the old um, power pole, like the pole, and it fell over. Oh. And the cable, the power, and the phone <laughs> companies all um, were fight, fighting about who would have to remove it. And so and they just left it? So they decided need none of them have to. So I just have so a is, half of a pole. Is that why you have the extra, like, coax cable hanging on the fence back there? Yeah. Oh. Yep. They just rolled. I just noticed. You know, I've been over here this many yeah. times. I just noticed that. that yeah. They just, um, I said, it's on the ground. I don't want my kids, like, dying from this. Like, oh, okay. And they just wrapped it up <laughs> around a fence post. So. so now they've just made a noose out of it. Yeah. Right, well, that's great. Yep. So that's I was nice. going to park in the street, but the guy across the street's tree is falling down in the that street. Too. Mm-hmm. So that that didn't help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, change of scenery. Ryan's not sick. Nope. I'm not sick. Um, our children are gone at rehearsals. Yeah, they're rehearsing for Beauty and the Beast. So that's perfect. Yep. Uh, God, that thing. They need to get that crap together. Next year. <laughs> yes. Um, if you want to go to our other podcast, Parent Corner, we'll talk all about how <laughs> awful the we uh, so should do that where we just bitch for like half an hour about something. Yep. Um. But today we're going to do a movie. Yes. Not bitching. No. Because I'm not going to bitch about this movie. This no. movie is great. Yeah, this is one of the most influential movies of the last 20 years. Yeah, so let's talk about it a minute. What movie are we doing, Ryan? We're doing the Mike Judge classic, Office Space. Which is how many years old? It is 20 years, 20 old, years today? old Yeah, it came or out not today. 20 years old uh, the weekend of February 19th. Yeah, we, we had to do Office Space. Yes. Uh, so we did have that special episode, but without Office Space, I mean... Yeah. We gotta push that back a week. Yeah, because I mean this is one of the most yeah. influential movies the last twenty years, even though it was a giant dud. Oh god. It was a huge dud in the theater, but it like other movies we've done, uh-huh. have be has become a cult classic on yeah. on, on video, video and, cable. Yeah, anywhere you can find it. Mm-hmm. If so, that was Netflix, I would buy this because people would watch this all the time. Oh, I would. Just go to Fox. Hey, here's thirty million dollars. Let me have, that. Yeah, let me have office space. I would be okay with that. I would watch it over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I would watch it. You know, I just, it's like, oh, there's nothing else on. Okay, I'll watch Office Space. Office Space. Well, I do that now with The Office. Yeah, so I do too. It that's, would be Office Space 100%. Mm-hmm. And just put on the same thing. All right, so how did it do this week? You've got the okay, iPad. Okay, so um, it opened to $4 million. That's um, number eight. Great. Yeah, in the box office. Uh, behind oh. such, you know, movies that have been remembered through times as Message in a Bottle. My favorite, uh, my favorite Martian. Mm. She's all that. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the movies that are above it. Um, it did beat the thirty-first um, week of Saving Private Ryan by two million dollars. So <laughs> thirty-one weeks. Yeah. So wow. Good for that, I guess. But um, yeah, it didn't do well. It didn't do that much better than oh, the Water Boy, which is down there. I mean, you know. Yeah, and that was the sixteenth week. Wow. All right. But I mean, like they didn't know. They didn't How know. to promote it and to no, get it out to people. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's been promoted much better on DVD, and I think that's mostly like word of mouth. Yeah, and I don't even think they knew what to do on DVD. It was just like, no, I, was would, I would see it, I'd be like, hey, bud, 
watch this movie. Hey, you work in corporate America. You need to yeah. see this. Yeah, because I think that is a good point. Like, I've never shown this to my students. Oh, no, they don't know. Rather they wouldn't than the get fact it. there's a lot of profanity yeah, in it yeah. and that doesn't usually go. But they wouldn't get it because you have to work in a cubicle to get this movie. You have to have worked in a cubicle at some point in your life to understand it. Yes. And if you've worked in a cubicle in America, in Canada, in uh-huh. Europe, you it, get this movie. Yeah. And um, if you've read stuff about it, it's so funny because, like, I felt bad for the poor production designers. They wanted to, like, make the offices look better. And he's like, no, no it's you just can't look do that. It's, the lighting has to be horrible. Uh-huh. The colors have to be flat because... That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. There's no personality in these places. Um, Somebody find me an office outside of Google's headquarters mm-hmm. that is bright and vibrant. You won't find one. Yeah. And I remember, like, a job I used to love. It was a marketing company. And they had this really cool loft up on the third floor. We're on the second floor. And there was couches and places to sit and a pool table. We're all, like, cool. So then we'd want to go up there. Like, no, you got to get the work done. So yeah. we could never go up there anyway. Yeah. So even if it's cool, it's not like, it's not like they're going to let you do anything. So, um, yeah. So that is what you have to know with the whole cubicle culture because it is and even the outside of it is drab because they got the horrible little sign for their thing they got like the sewage um little um divot in the grass and Mm -hmm. um they're in like this really depressing corporate park with like all these um tchotchkes and tchotchkes there and what's what's the place in a tech across the street where they work and but there's right there and then the one across the street which is Uh, where everybody wants to work yeah it's not in a tech, it's the other one. Yeah. I can't think of it all of a sudden. But, but anyway. Yeah, it's just this depressing yeah. um, community of like where everybody knows how to work. And the movie starts out great too because it just starts out with them in traffic. <laughs> and yeah. um, the main guy, Ron Livingston, he'll be in one lane and then he'll move the yeah. other and that lane will move and then he gets back over. And then the guy with the walker is like passing <laughs> him. He's yeah. just walking down the street. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But that's – I mean it, it opens – Beautifully for setting up the rest of the movie. Yeah. He finally gets to work, mm-hmm. and that's where we meet the I, character that everybody has. Yeah. Everybody's had this guy for a boss, hasn't they? Yeah, Lumberg. Lumberg. Everybody's had Lumberg for a boss. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've known anybody who has not ever had a Bill Lumberg. Yeah. But even better than that, because they have the Bill Lumberg, you know, the TPS reports, mm-hmm. and, all right, I'll give you that memo. Again. No, I got it right here. But I then I here. love the other thing is, like, then he has the boss under him come tell yeah. him the same thing, and then he answers the phone, and, you know, it's the same thing. Hey, Peter. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you doing? Um, So the way a whole – it starts out with basically the TPS reports. He didn't get he, – he got the TPS – he didn't yeah. put the cover on, but he got the memo – and everybody keeps giving him that. He got like four more copies yeah, of the memo. He keeps getting it about while he's it. sitting there with all the bosses coming. And I'm still not exactly sure what he does. I don't know. That all they say is like he is doing the bank software, but he's not really the software designers because that's Michael Bolton and that's, Samir, right? And he's I not, don't know what he does. Yeah, he doesn't. I Maybe guess. he's QA. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, so yeah, he basically just lo- works in this little office environment. Uh huh. Um, eventually he gets out of there and. You see him go with his girlfriend to couples therapy. No, no, not couples not, therapy. No, it was, it was the hypnotist. Yeah, the hypnotist that's supposed the to make him... The hypnotist that was supposed to make yeah. him more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Well, it worked. Yeah. Uh, the hypnotist... And, you know, that is the one thing I'd probably change about this movie. What's that? You know, I think that, like, it's so real, like... Except for that? Except for that. It's oh. like, it just, like, make up, like, he finds out his girlfriend's 
you know, cheating on cheating what on. she is. And yeah. he's just like, I don't care anymore. And just like... Yeah, that would be okay too. But I, I did like him... One of my favorite scenes is him sitting there in that chair, just leaning back with that shit-eating grin on his face. Uh-huh. While the hypnotist is on the floor yeah, dead. dead. Everybody's trying to revive he's just, him. He's just smiling. <laughs> That's one of the best scenes. Yeah, we also uh, skipped over his um, neighbor, though, Lawrence. Well, we, yeah, there's a whole section we can talk about Lawrence. Yeah. Hey, Peter! <laughs> just pretend you can't hear us. And, like, talking about production design, I loved his apartment because... It was again, bland and nothing. Just, yeah, because he's a single guy. Uh-huh. It's an apartment. He's not going to do anything. I remember... Oh. My really good friend, it was he lived down the street. Uh, like we lived in the same apartment complex. We'd go to his place. He'd have a there's nothing there. Half of a futon yeah. that worked. He had his bed in the other room, mm-hmm. but then he had like a four thousand dollar computer set up. Yeah, I mean, I had a friend. Well, we didn't have they didn't have a computer set up, but it was just like that. They had, I guess it was a couch. It could have been considered a couch at some point. Mm-hmm. A couple chairs, a decent TV, a little dining room table with like. Five dollar folding chairs from yeah. from Kroger mm-hmm. and three thousand dollars of D and D books on the shelf. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I mean, like, I just love the design of it. And yeah. uh, Mike Judge really fought for that. He's like, no, it's. I know that you guys want to make this look good. You want to make it look like the apartment from like Friends or something. But that's not what these people would have. They would have white walls with nothing on it. They would have nothing on it at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, um, yeah, we go to his office. Or we go to his house, mm-hmm. nothing there. He wakes up the next morning. He's supposed to go to work. He's supposed to go to work. Lumberg wanted him to work on, on Saturday. a Saturday. Yeah, Peter, I'm gonna have to have you come in on Saturday. And instead of getting up, he just sleeps till like he just three smacks three the alarm o'clock. clock. Yeah, and there's how many voicemail or uh, well, we call them voicemails. They weren't really yeah, voicemails back just then. They were just answering message. machine messages, like seventy some or seventeen. Yeah. I, I, and there were a lot. Yeah. Um, by the way, we didn't actually watch this movie this week because I know it so well yeah, that I we didn't, didn't need to. to watch it. Um, and finally, he does kind of stroll in on Monday. Yeah, but first he goes and gets the date with Jennifer. He does Anderson. go get the date with Jennifer, Anderson, which I might add, that's as good as she's ever looked in this movie. Yeah, she was really cute. You know, I think the movie, like, she's, I really like her, but they just didn't do anything with her. Like, no. I can't tell you a thing about her character other than she, other than she not, works at Chotsky's and doesn't want to wear flair. She doesn't want flair, yeah. You know who else wore flair? <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, she he gets a date with her. Then he goes in because they're doing <coughs> downsizing at the time. Yes, they are. <coughs> the with two the, bobs. With the bobs. Um. Oh, gosh, what is his name? The guy from the Scrubs? Yeah. John McGinley. John McGinley, yeah. Yeah. He isn't he so good. Yeah. In just about every role he's ever in. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have the um, one guy, uh, Tom. That's, I'm a people person, yeah. damn it! Yeah, that, that they're just trying to figure out what he does, and he doesn't really do he anything. Just, they're like, so you you give the report to the customer. Well, no. No, they, my well, secretary Well, you print does. the report. Well, no, my secretary does. Yeah. Well, what do you do here? I work with the people. I'm a people person! <laughs> Um, so, but they eventually, they're like, well, we're going to can him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going through. And then they're also moving Milton's desk. Milton. Oh my God. I have a red swing line, by the way. Yes. You know, um, and that's where this whole movie started from. Cause he used to do shorts with Milton. Yeah, just about yeah. burning the, the office down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, they call in Peter mm-hmm. and they're like, so what would you say you do here at Nantech? And he's like, well. And he's brutally honest. Yeah, because he, does, he, he doesn't still, care. He's yeah. hypnotized now. 
He doesn't care. And I mean, to the point of like, he's talking about, uh, sometimes I'll come in at like nine. Mm-hmm. I'll take my time getting my coffee, sit down at 9.30, this, that. He says, in a given day, I probably put in 30 minutes of real actual work. Mm-hmm. Which again, ties us back to, what do you do? Yeah. Um, but anybody who's worked in a cubicle environment knows for a fact that's probably about normal. Yeah. I got a friend of mine who is who's working somewhere, and the people that they work with talk like all day. Mm-hmm. How do they get their work done? They're like at everybody else's desk just talking. Yeah. And so this guy's being very honest. This is this is true. Mm-hmm. So you stand around all day doing nothing, and you're like, well, he's gonna get canned. <laughs> yeah. But then the bobs are like, but the bobs are like, this guy's got management potential yeah, written genius. all over him. We're not challenging him enough. Mm-hmm. To which Lumberg is, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> um, but they do promote him. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he realizes that Michael Bolton and Samir mm-hmm. are getting canned. Yeah. And he's going to stop it. Well, like he can't stop it. Yeah. So but they he's have, gonna take care of them. They have a nice party and everything. And Michael Bolton's already talked about coming up with this virus that would give them like a tenth of a cent. A tenth of a cent off of every transaction. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think, but think about that for a minute. I thought about that when I watched it once. Think about if you took a tenth of a cent off of ADM's profits oh, every yeah. day, mm-hmm. and you did that for five years. Oh yeah. It would honestly. Uh, I follow what they're saying. It would probably barely go missing. Yeah. Because it's a tenth of a cent. Mm-hmm. But yet you'd, in like five years, have five billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. You so, know? But yeah, so like they're getting fired and then they do this. And then one of my favorite <laughs> scenes is uh, they're in his apartment because it worked too well. And they have like a million dollars. Overnight. Yeah, overnight. And they're in their... Um, He's they're in the apartment and Orlando Jones, a comedian oh, at the yeah. time, comes and like he's doing this uh, thing where he's pretending to <laughs> be a, do where he's a crack addict <laughs> doing uh, magazines. Yeah, and they're they're there beforehand <laughs> researching how to launder money. And so they just start asking him how to launder the money. Yeah. What do you know about laundering money? He's like, oh, I'm not actually a crackhead. I'm I'm um, really just a laid off software, yeah, software developer. developer. <laughs> because this was also the time of. Of the of the Silicon Valley boom bubble, bust, the bubble burst, yeah, and that's this. I mean, this was kind of true. I mean, software developers all over the place were just getting laid off. Yeah, I mean, how many dot coms came and went in the course of six months back then? Yeah, I mean, they'd come in, drop ten million dollars, and be like, "Yeah, we can't afford to pay you anymore, and we're closed." Yeah, we're we're going to close now. So goodbye. Um, that's one of the best scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they finally did decide. Well, there's. There's really no way around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so Peter says he's going to take the fall. Yep. Um, and so he writes a letter, takes it in, slides it under Lumberg's desk uh, or under or under his door, and leaves mm-hmm. on yeah. a week. He, he does it on a weekend, I think, doesn't yeah. he, or something like that. And then, mm-hmm. and then he has second thoughts, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I can't." You know, Jennifer Aniston, and the reason we're not talking much about Jennifer Aniston, she didn't have much of a. Point there's not. I mean. I mean, like, then she, they, he thinks that she dated Lumberg and the, they break yeah, up. Yeah, they break up for a while. Uh-huh. At, at the party for the guy who got hit. Oh, I love that part. <laughs> in the car. The guy that, you know, is the people person. He has the jump to conclusions, Matt. Oh, and yeah. And they're all like, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. Yeah. And then, yeah, he gets just he nailed just, by a car. So he has all this insurance money and makes the jump. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, he's so lucky. 
<laughs> yeah, like, but they're at the thing, and there's this guy who's just talking about the O face, and oh, just like the oh. most like, obnoxious guy, but he's so great in the movie. <laughs> um, so he does have second thoughts, mm-hmm. but you know, at that time they've um, screwed over Milton Moore. They've moved him to the basement, and Milton's then they're the like, now, has, he has to exterminate rats. Now here's the problem. Here's the thing with Milton. We forgot to mention this during this whole thing during the downsizing. The Bobs can't find a record of Milton. Yeah, the only thing they find is he was supposed to be fired, fired. like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, they keep paying him, though. and they keep paying him doing an accounting here. <laughs> we fixed the problem. Oh, oh you fired him. him? No, we just no, fixed we just the accounting. Didn't dinner. pay him anymore. He, we just figured he won't show up anymore. Uh-huh. Well, Milton continues to show up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Peter knows that he's 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 dead. He's turned it in. Mm-hmm. He's done. He comes into work to face the music because he's already left the note. Yeah, there's nothing he could do. And <laughs> the entire place is engulfed in flames. Yeah. And you see his, Milton. They took his stapler. Sneaking away. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just awesome. Yeah. Because the way he mumbled as he walked away, he's stupid of me to bring the page down. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like walking right. And they see him like kind of scurrying across the street. Steven Root is good in oh, every single movie. God, isn't he? Just anything he's in, he's great. Like, um, especially Cohen movies. And so. Um, so then, like they the place get, burns down, yeah. and he, he basically gets, becomes a construction worker with his with the, his uh, neighbor neighbor yeah. who did give him the best advice of the entire movie. The million dollars, what you would do? Well, that one time, two chicks at the same time. No, the part about protect your cornhole, Peter. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, they were all worried they were going to go to federal pound me in the ass yeah. prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole movie is just about being steeped in this world because everybody's always telling him that you got the case in the Mondays and he goes to his neighbor. He's like, if you, at the construction site, do people say that? He's like, no, they'd get their ass kicked if they no. said that. No way, Peter. Um, which I might add, he's just so good in that movie, isn't he? Oh, yeah. What, what's his name? Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader, yeah. Yeah. He's just... There's he has no point other than to be the neighbor, mm-hmm. the sounding board, the sounding board, which he literally is because you yeah. rarely see him. Yeah, because it's he's... usually just knocking on the wall and uh-huh. yelling through these pencil thin walls at each other. Yeah, um, and he did have like the two chicks at the same he, time. Two chicks at like, the same time. It's like well, I think you do more. Do you think you could do that? Well, yeah, chicks like money, not all of them. Well, the ones that would double up on <laughs> double, double up, up on like me. <laughs> it's like true. Okay, well, you know. Yeah. So if you had a million dollars, what would you do? Two chicks at once. <laughs> I just love that whole scene that we were talking about. Oh. It, and they're like, it's a flawed thing because no one would be a janitor because no one wants to clean up shit for a living. <laughs> it's like so true. It's And I like um, um, Peter's answer. He's like, I would do nothing. I would oh, just yeah. sit there and, and do nothing. And when they asked him that one time, they're like, what did you do yesterday or this weekend? He's mm-hmm. like, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And it was everything I thought it would be. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I have been there. Yeah. Whoa, Kat just jumped up right there. That just like freaked yeah. me out. He, he likes that area. He likes looking at our uh, log in the cable wires. <laughs> if he was a dog, he'd probably try to go get it. Yeah. That could probably fix some problems for you. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, how, who among us hasn't been at the point where they're just sitting there going, I just want to do nothing today? Yeah. I, 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 I want to sit here and get paid mm-hmm. and yeah. do nothing. By the way, the Walmart family does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this morning that they make something like two hundred and fifty thousand, or not? No, no, sorry. They make something like twenty five thousand dollars a minute. Yeah, that sounds about right. A minute. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, I take that an hour. I would. <laughs> yes, 
I could take that in like a week. Nah, I'd want about an hour. That'd well, be good. yeah, That'd be good I mean, me. at some point you get filthy rich. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I could get rich enough to become orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the movie itself, I mean, we've talked about the synopsis of the plot. There isn't much of a synopsis because yeah, if, you've, if you've worked in an office, you know exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's like I said, the movie's just about corporate life and what you're going to do with it. Now, like, Mike Judge's next movie, Idiocracy, that's got a big plot. And there was another it had one that... very good plot. You know, this is... They gave him this movie after Office Space got huge on Comedy Central right. and sold great on VHS and DVD. And they're like, okay, we're going to do we'll right it this time. We'll promote it correctly. Yeah. And they did it wrong again. They, they couldn't get it right still. Yeah. Which I, I like Idiocracy. It's not as good as Office no. Space. But I think now, in the point where I we are... I think given right now, it it's might be more poignant. Yeah. It's going better. to our next point. Does it hold up? This this movie does hold up. Yeah, I mean, like, but I think Idiocracy, given where we are at this exact moment in our political system, might, might be better. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> got the dumbest you know person in charge. Uh, they don't have any food because they're watering everything with Mountain Dew mm-hmm. in the future. I, you know what though, um, uh, m- that place in Michigan w- would probably yeah. be just fine with having even Mountain Dew at this point. Yeah, probably Flint. Um, but yeah, so but like this movie does hold up. I, I, I mean, think it does. It's <coughs> you, it's time too because you see the old computers. They talk right. about the Y two J. You know, y, yep, Y two K. Y two K. They do the um, you know, the gangster well, rap is from that time because we didn't talk about one of the most iconic scenes oh where my they God. damn you it know, feels good to be a gangster. Where, yeah, they just blow up this um, the printer printer. They just beat it up like Goodfellas. Yeah. By the way, I might add, man. I know it was all, of course, but think of, have you ever seen the inside of a printer being working in IT for 20 years? Mm-hmm. I know what the insides of printers look like. And so to think about <coughs> what Michael Bolton did by just punching the inside of the printer with his fist. Yeah. His fist would have been torn up. Yeah, a little bit. But, that would not be painful. But it's a movie of its time, but it's still oh. timeless because <clears throat> corporate culture hasn't you, changed in 20 years. People still could, are there saying, oh, you got a case of the Mondays. And you look at your yeah. watch and it's felt like six hours, but it's well, been five minutes. Think about what we sometimes post on Facebook or something like that where you'll see somebody post – uh, something like, you know, that meme where they're throwing paper everywhere and it says, mm-hmm. fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And it says, just kidding, it's only Tuesday. Yeah, and then they're picking you it know, up. You yeah. know, they're picking it all up. Um, you could take this film and, yeah, this film is set in the technology world. Yeah. In the dot-com bubble and everything else. But you could easily put this into any office environment. Yeah. In the world. And you have the same film. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing specific Shoot, that I mean, required Mike, it to be that. Mike Judge even did that 15 years later with Silicon Valley on HBO. HBO, I mean, yeah. It's the same show, just, you know, updated. <laughs> right. So. You're right. So here's my question. How much – this came out in 99. Yeah. When did, when did The Office start in Europe? Uh, 2001 or two. Do you think it played off of this at all? Oh, yeah. I'm I sure it had was, to have. I'm sure this was an inspiration. For it me. had to be because yeah. there's so much similarities. And um, definitely when they got to the American one. Oh, yeah. The American one definitely played off of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ricky Gervais one in Europe, I think it did. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's also British versus American right. sensibilities and there's right. differences, you know. So, but yeah, I would say, because it, it was a few years after, so might not have been, like, its biggest influence, but it was, you know, it was in the pop culture lexicon already. Right. So, what's your favorite scene in this movie? What's the uh, best scene? I, there there's, are so many. There's so many just... Great scenes. Um, I really love when 
they're just interviewing the people in the the two bobs like that whole montage where yeah. you know they're talking to the I'm a people person yep. and then um when they're talking to Michael Bolton and they're like you must really love him and he just hates Michael <laughs> and Bolton. remember and the whole point was he hated Michael Bolton yeah but he refused to change his name yeah because he's like I had it first yeah, or whatever no no talent ass clown <laughs> yeah and so even in the interview the guy uh, uh they're like oh you just love him so much and uh-huh. he's like just just call me Mike and they just look at him he's like uh, and then like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with Peter in there, so that's probably one of my favorite scenes. The yeah. scene with like we found an accounting error, and then they fix it, and then you just see Milton in like the <laughs> most um, like depressing area. He's in the boiler room, mm-hmm. and there's like rats everywhere. Yeah, one of those two would probably be my favorite. Um, there's two that really stand out. The one that stands out every time to me is the beating up the printer. Yeah, because I love the music. That, I mean, that's just an iconic scene. The other one that really gets me is. When they are, because it's that, it's that, like, gangster rap music still playing, mm-hmm. when they're passing the floppy disk back and forth. Oh, yeah. And then Peter gets back to his computer, he looks around, and he slides in the drive, you know, uh-huh. and the music is playing, and then the music stops as he shows up at Samir and Michael's Cube, and they're like, did you do it? He goes, yeah. Yeah. That was easy. <laughs> and it was like this whole, they're building up to be climactic, climactic, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, it's done. Yeah, I put it in the... I did I it, it's Mike, done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I just like the way it was like, just... That, yeah, that, you're expecting something yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the worst scene? Uh, probably just the scenes where everything goes bad. He's not dating Joanna anymore. Uh, you know, he feels bad. His friends are all mad because I mean, like, it's such a cliche. Okay, we gotta have something sad happen at the end of the second act so he can build himself back up. But I mean, again, this movie didn't need that. It didn't need it really like, did. the react structure. So. I mean, like, if a movie that's pretty good, that's what I'd just say, because it kind of slows down, because it's the part that's not really that funny. That was probably the only part of the movie, and it doesn't last long. No, it doesn't last long. But But it's the only part of the movie that isn't just, when you're going through, you're like, all right, let's just get through these next ten minutes, Mm -hmm. now we're back to funny again. Yeah, because, I mean, like, every other thing is just, and, like, the other really good thing about this movie is it's an hour and a half. Yeah. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Nope. It's You know, it's... I don't even think it's... It's, like, might be, like, a, with, like, taking credits out, it might be an hour 20 at yeah. most. So, <coughs> I would I would also go with... I mean, most scenes with Jennifer Aniston were not necessary. Yeah. But I guess it took him into a different way, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I'll leave him. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that... I think that last half of Act 2 is probably... Mm-hmm. And I think, like, if they'd make the movie... Today they'd give that woman role like they make her zany too because they're trying to make her like the kind of the voice of reason the you know yeah I think they just make because like that's the way that comedy's going is they're just hey okay everybody two zany partners yeah like yeah. you know neighbors Rose Byrne is just as crazy as Seth Rogen in those movies so yeah I think they would have right. done that it probably would have worked a little bit better you know you're they, right they gave her some moments of especially you know with the annoying waiter and her boss and the you know pieces of flair you only have the you know, least Listen, amount of flair. If well, you want me to have 21, make the minimum yeah. 21. <laughs> make the minimum 21, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they could change her up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> who was the champion of this film? You know, I have so many different ones. Everybody's so good, but I got to go with Ron Livingston just because... He carries it. He's the one that keeps everything working. Now, he's the least memorable character really, in the movie, but, but if you don't have him, you don't have that movie. But you know what else? Doesn't that, in and of itself, kind of 
play into what the movie's about because he Rob Livingston is, is a nothing in this movie. But yeah. that's what he, that's the whole point of his character is yeah, to be he, a nothing. Yeah, he doesn't want anything. Yeah, because um, I mean, like, there's so many memorable characters: Milton, Milton the Bob, Lumberg, the Bobs, the neighbor, Michael Samir. I mean, they're all memorable. But if you didn't have that middle, you wouldn't have it. So just yeah. you know. For that, it'd be mine, but, you know, probably the most memorable character that if you say office space, the thing that people are going to remember first is Lumberg. It's probably going to be Lumberg, mm, followed yeah. by Milton, maybe. Yeah. But I think Lumberg is top of the list. Yeah. On, if you mentioned office space, I bet if you Googled office space right now, some of the first images are... It's going to be Lumberg, Lumberg. sitting against the... Like, leaning, leaning against, against the cubicle, cubicle wall. With his coffee. Which, I, we forgot that part when... <laughs> when, uh, when Peter wanted the window view, so he just knocked his cube wall yeah, down. <laughs> That was great. Um, would it do well today? No, <laughs> yeah. it didn't do well then. But I, it, if you if you did something like stick it to ne- make it a Netflix or an Amazon Prime movie, yeah, I think it'd be ne- fine. A Netflix movie would be really popular because yeah. some of those Netflix movies are becoming big. Like they figure out like yeah. Kissing Booth and all those that this last summer. They yeah, were small movies, but people found them. People yeah, liked so. them, and they found them, and they were good. But if you release this in three thousand <clears throat> theaters, no, it's no, going it's to, not going to do well. It's going to do, make ten million dollars again because, yeah. well, and, that's not what people see in the theaters. Yeah, and especially if you look at twenty nineteen, I think in some ways, I know this sounds strange. People want to go to the theater in twenty nineteen as an escape from reality, and that's yeah. not an escape from reality. This is a reality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be much better. You know, something you. You're at home. You just finished yeah. your dinner, and you're watching something at Friday like I got, night. You know, what, like, I got to okay. go to bed here in about an hour. What's on? Yeah. Oh, Office Space. Mm-hmm. Turn it on real quick. Um, who would you recast? All right. So this is the thing I was thinking about. We don't need another one of these because it's still really good. And we've had since then. We've had The Office, The Office, Silicon Valley, all these things. I would remake it, but do a different profession. I think this would be really good for like teachers. You know, make an office space, but with teachers. Okay. And not like bad teacher where it's rare, or AP bio or one of these where it's just like, yeah, they'd be fired. But like keep it yeah, very. Yeah, AP bio. That guy would be fired yeah, so fast. But keep it realistic and have like Emily Blunt as the English teacher, you know. Um, so Lynn would Ryan, she replace like uh, the Jennifer Aniston character basically? You know, she'd be Peter. Oh, she I just, I just make her. You just make yeah. her be Peter. Yeah, just you know. Okay. Wants to do well. Got all this stuff. No. So you're gonna flip the script a little bit entirely by making it a female role lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We don't need a romance in it. Just no. You know, just it could just be teachers. Just like teachers. Yeah. This is their typical okay. day. You know. I was even thinking put uh, Lynn Moran, uh, Manuel Miranda as like but that then they annoying might break out into song. Yeah, that annoying. No, he'd be like the annoying drama. Um, choir teacher that oh my all god. the students like, but none of the teachers. Yes, can. all the students love him, but all the teachers like. Oh my god, it's that guy. Yeah, every, every school has that guy. Yeah, exactly. My school didn't have that guy. Your school didn't. If you didn't wait know, a minute, yeah, <laughs> if you didn't think it, it was probably you. Um, yeah, no, that would be you know that would be a great cast putting him in there because yeah. he is so over the top. I've often said that. He's the type of person I would love to be friends with for about a day and a half. And then I would probably be like, I can't stand you anymore. <laughs> You're tiring. But, yeah, because I don't think we need it in an office anymore. No. You know, do – make the same sort of thing, but do some different profession, you know, that. I think um, teachers would be great. Yeah. And, like, I was thinking, oh – Hospitals, we've already done scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was even thinking – um, Oh, do like a Walmart, but we got that TV show that does that. So, Superstore, yeah, yeah, which is actually pretty good. Which so. is actually not a bad show at all. Yeah. So, 
Like, we don't need it because they've done all of those. Yeah, just do one about teachers. Yeah. So I would also consider throwing in, like, an Amelia Clark. That's right, oh, yeah. right? As, the, like, the, the hot young teacher yeah. that all the high school kids want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to be in, like, all the all the scenes. But, you yeah, know. just there. Just like, oh, my God, that girl again, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I would do that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Who could be the man? Like, you wouldn't have to have anybody. I mean, Zach if, Levi. Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be good in this. Yes. He's like the social studies teacher. I like that. Mm-hmm. You could toss like a... Uh, you'd have to toss in somebody who used to be something but isn't necessarily physically anymore. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I love the man, but I'd be considering like a Nathan Fillion for the gym teacher. Yeah, so, something like that. But, somebody who was something physically at one point. nobody can be but, better gym teacher than Bruce. Bruce Campbell. And Sky High. No, so. nobody... You know, that was honestly where my first, my first thought yeah. went to. Bruce Campbell, if you're listening, uh, pitch this. Yeah, there you go. We'll we'll get behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, would you pay to rent it? God, just buy it. I have it. Yeah, I have like two copies of it. Like I said, this is this is a movie that Netflix or Amazon or Hulu should have because people Somebody watch should. it all the time. Like I looked, it's on Stars right now. But is if it? You don't, yeah, if you don't have Stars, but like this should just be one of those movies that like they keep paying for. People would watch it, you know. People would be like, oh, I really like watching this on Hulu, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that given the way it's set up now, just go ahead and buy it. But yeah, Mm -hmm. Netflix should just buy it. We should do this as a a special version of our podcast sometime. Come up with the 20 movies that should always be on streaming. I could come up with 10 just without even thinking. Yeah, but like, you know, it can't be just the movies we want to see, but like... No, 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 I agree. It's got to be like, movies that this, should be on there. This would be one of them, that it should mm-hmm. always be on one of the streaming things because it will always be popular. Yeah, I agree. This should always be on there. I would I would put the Star Wars was on, on there, but I, I'd consider that as one. Yeah. And that's I not mean, three like, different ones. That's one. And that's too easy, too. You it know, is, you, but that's got to be out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this yeah, is one we'll of those do that one day. Yeah, but yeah, definitely buy, rent, just watch this movie, especially if you Get worked. this movie. If you've worked in any kind of office before and you like The Office, you know, this is the precursor to it. It's, you know, relatable. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. um, 20 years later, it's still very fresh. I it's mean, it's still not funny. dated at all. I've seen it more times than I care to admit. And yeah. every time I watch it, I still laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still laugh at parts because you might. Because, I mean, seriously, this movie is just like 99 mile an hour heater. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. You know, it just, you still miss something every once in a while. Yeah. Pick it up later and you're like, oh my or, gosh. Or like you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really paying attention to this character this time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, usually I've watched this, but this guy on the fringes is really funny. I like I like that. That that way of putting it. You know, every time you watch it, you try to pay attention to something else, some detail yeah. or some character you didn't necessarily pay attention to the first time through. Mm-hmm. Um But all told, this movie was fantastic. Yeah, it always is. Uh huh. Um, we have a few minutes till we have to go pick up the kids. Yeah. Um, what else can we talk about? Let's see. Oh, we just finished season two of the show called Dragon Prince on Netflix. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I we've watched some of it. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's only like nine episodes though per season. Yeah, and it went fast. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I yeah, enjoyed it's... it. I can't get past the elf having a dwarven accent though. <laughs> yeah, that it's she's like Irish. Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Scottish lilt. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of gets me. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Did you see Lego movies this weekend? No, I did okay, not get I did to not see either. that. I, I, I haven't gotten to see that. Or I was going to take the kids to see uh, Dragon, but they didn't really want to go on what? Friday. Yeah. Because really? I picked them up from school, and like they have that four dollar, the four o'clock, the cheap show. So yeah. I'm like, oh, let's go. They're like, okay. And then they're like, let's just rent movies instead. So we were going to do that. But then I just went over and visited my mom, and she offered the kids free pizza if we stayed. Oh, well, that was so the end of that. So there, yeah, there weren't any kind there of went, there weren't that. movies at all. Um, I was I was gonna go see Lego this weekend, mm-hmm. and instead of that, I looked at the calendar. I'm like, well, this weekend is swamped with rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel comes out in like two oh, weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I guess that'll just be the next movie we see. Yeah. Because next weekend we got I got D and D all day on Saturday, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I don't see any way I'm going to get to a movie next weekend. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. So Captain um, Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel will be the next one. Um, any more thoughts on Office Space? I I mean. The thing is, everybody's talking about Office Space. This isn't like we're like, hey, we discovered this We've, gym you need to see. Did you? Okay. This is speaking of discovering things. Mm-hmm. Did you see? This isn't. Okay. We're going to take a small political thing, but it's just for a joke <laughs> here. Did you see Trump try to invent 4th of July this morning? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> the best thing I saw with that, though, was a person wrote back and it was. Um, uh, snapshot of the simpsons where like um ralph is in the florida yeah um one and no she that's lisa and he's colorado or something he just has like the name on right it. they just put that like underneath his tweet <laughs> i just didn't understand we're gonna have fireworks and there's gonna be patriotic music and your favorite president's gonna speak uh, I, everybody sat there I, I read that this morning i was like did he just think he invented the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. Because he, he said he's going to call it Celebrate America. I was like, why don't we just call it the 4th, 4th of, July. of July? Like, we no, do every year. Know where we're going to be? Where? The same place we've been the last few right years. Right here? Yeah. <laughs> at the lake, watching our kids sweat while dancing and singing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but that's earlier in the day. Yeah. It's, I don't stay the whole day. It's during the hottest part of the day. I know, right? That sucks. Um. So yeah, there's nothing else going on in Office Space. It's not like we've yeah like touched on any like momentous movie moments here. Every if you've listened to a movie podcast, they've probably done this movie. Yeah, they've done this movie. You've seen clips, you've seen memes, you've seen gifs, whatever it is. Yeah, there's nothing fancy. There's nothing new. There's nothing groundbreaking. There's nothing but it's that the- makes me say. Whoa, dude, did you see... No, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's the 20th anniversary. If you haven't watched yeah, you it, while, do it watch Just it again. Have a watch. It's still good. It still, still holds good. up. It's still funny. Yep. It still is very realistic, and that's kind of sad. And it's still... It's still one of the more... I guess you said it, relatable movies out there. Yeah. There's lots of other movies that... Yeah, because, I mean, like, a lot of times, like I said, AP Bio, I like that show. Like it, but that guy would be fired. But he would be fired so fast, you know. Yeah. Bad Teacher, the same thing. Like, be fired. They're not realistic. You know, no. there's other shows where, like, they're working, but then they go home and they can, like, go every weekend to cruises and stuff like that. It's like, this isn't realistic. You know, no. Office Space is realistic. It's sad. It's drab. They don't have... And it's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it in a while... Go watch it. If you're one of those weird people who has not seen it, go watch it. Unless you haven't worked in an office. So no. then first, get a job, go work in an office for a week, quit that job, and then watch it. And you're like, yep, that's that. That's realistic. right. It's yep. happened, yeah. Um, yeah, so enjoy office space. We do. Mm-hmm. We always will. Yes. Uh, go watch it. Go buy it. 
Um, maybe next week we'll try to do our special episode. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything special next week. Well, let me look real quick. Let's, let's we'll, see. we'll know here in a minute. Let's say that this weekend wasn't that good, so... Um, uh, let's see what next weekend let's is. Let's see next weekend. Spoiler alert. 8mm open. I mean, there, oh, yeah. there is stuff we can talk about there that one. There is stuff we can talk about in 8mm. What is uh, that? 200, what? 200 cigarettes? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. It was one of those, we're going to be a quirky, John Hughes-esque, oh, but, but that more didn't work. adult. It, oh, I remember that It like, had like Christina Ricci. Yeah. And, like, all the, yeah no, that didn't that work. Good. And then the other sister. We're not even touching that one. Why not? So. That was like the best movie of the year. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing really came out that week. No. I mean, like I said, we could talk about 8mm. Sex Machine, man. You know, Cruel Intentions and Analyze This comes out the first weeks. week in March. I did like Analyze This. Analyze This was kind of funny. Yeah. They didn't need to do Analyze That. that. Yeah, but you know, this is before like Robert De Niro just became a comedian. How much like, did it make? Made, oh, if wow. We, if we adjusted it, it's 189, that's, 189 That's actually pretty good. It. Yeah, but actuals, it was still pretty good. It was 106, so I mean, still a big hit. It's not bad. <coughs> so, what um, happened to Billy Crystal? Uh, he's out like, in the retire? desert somewhere. Did he just retire? I, I guess. don't know. He hosted like a lot of award shows there for a long time. Yeah, but... I, and then he just like disappeared. He hasn't done anything in like 10 years. I think that movie... Did, did Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones... Tommy Lee Jones sent him home. Yeah, maybe. He went back home. I think after that movie he made with the like seven foot guy, what was it My Giant? I think that yeah. was the end of his. Was career. that kind of a that was kind of a bad movie? Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those where it's like you have a chance to go out winning a championship sometimes, mm-hmm. and you have a chance to go out striking out on the last on, with bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth, and like they in roll game it seven, in. and they and they throw it to you. It goes it goes into the stands. To your right, behind yeah. you, and you still swing. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even say it was game seven. It was like, you're already 40 games below 500. Um, and yeah. And then you, you strike out with nobody on base. That was my giant, so. Yeah. I did like Billy Crystal, though. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we've rambled enough. We have. All right, so uh, go watch Office Space, and mm-hmm. that's all we have. All right. All right, talk to you later.